Hey guys, I don't have too much to preface this one, but this one you're not definitely not going to want to miss. It's the Great American Craft Expo Tell All. Well, as you can see, we're still having tea. Hey guys, welcome back to Craft Tea episode 28. I'm uh, actually back this time. I just remembered that I completely bailed last time. Just <laughs> up and left me, huh? <laughs> Which honestly kind of is a pretty good precursor to this episode. <laughs> so, My stomach hurts. Uh, this, um... Where do you want to start? This is the Great American Craft Expo tell-all Yeah, because I'm not even giving the show good the satisfaction of being... The, the title. Whole, well, the they're going to get blasted in the title, I, I feel like. Well, we were coming up with all different titles. It was like the hottest expo of the summer. <laughs> Literally. All right. All right. Let's wind it back, though. Let's give a little bit of backstory on the months leading up to this. Should we go there? Or where do you want to start? Probably just paint the picture from the beginning is the easiest way, I think, to make sense of give everybody the full journey of kind of what this was. I think we've been doing that a couple times in past episodes, but this will be the full sum up, obviously, because we're now we're on the tail end. This is our second year hosting the Great American Craft Expo, which we hosted at Oaks Convention Center, and we had no problems with Oaks Convention None. Center. We were going back. It we had was... one problem. They took our classroom away. I do like, remember. Like three days before the expo started. Yeah. They had realized that they booked the room next to ours and that they were going to be using that main hallway where you'd have to walk across to get to what they gave us for a classroom that other larger um it was a big dinosaur thing it was actually really cool but um they were using that hallway so um, it worked out though they were like hey we're <laughs> gonna give you a whole nother like <laughs> <laughs> like expo room which was crazy it was actually too much space it made it a little echoey for sound and stuff but like we still made do like the pipe and drape people that we worked with we actually contacted them again because the pipe and drape people that showboat gave us was like a joke I'll, well that'll so, be a different part of the story but yeah. those guys were awesome too like every part of other than the classroom we were thing, gonna go back it was fine it was great we had all intentions of going we back had to Arnold's Oaks, across the street for the after party the entertainment. Showboat, the showboat contacted us and wanted to know if we were interested in hosting our expo at their location because, you know, I forget the way they sold it to us, but they definitely were upfront about losing the casino license, the gambling license, and that they're revamping and they're going to be like this family fun center, this expo thing. Mm -hmm. So we were like, yeah. We were looking, we're like, this oh, is amazing. Have... Just the foot traffic alone that we were going to get is bomb, you know? Because yep. we were going to be right next to the check-in. The classrooms were going to be themed out upstairs. And Atlantic City, although it's Atlantic City, it has a lot of people. The music, Country Music Fest was in town. We were like, this is great. Yeah, we didn't know we would have where we'd have the classroom ups yet. That's why you're jumping a little because when they approached us, we didn't know exactly what it looked like. We were excited that the venue would just be different we only have an hour so we didn't walk them through yet so uh, i mean the tell-all might be a little longer than an hour well uh, i mean i'm not telling all so but anyway i think that we could exnay a few details like the months very emailing back and forth all right but you you got and i'll just you tell me when 
God. Nope. Well, you want to keep the fast time one, or? How many details beforehand did you want to go into? Because, boy, do we got a lot after we opened those doors. I know. That's why I was trying to, like I said, to really understand the whole story, you got to tell the whole story. When we uh, were reached out by them, we were excited just to be able to have everything in the same spot with the entertainment stuff. The biggest disagreement, or not disagreement, the biggest um, negative that we had from the first year was that it was just, there wasn't enough ticket value by default, like a GA default. So we felt like it was bland and boring anyway, which it was. It was in a white box room. That was the big negative. I know you're just going to stare at me the rest of this time. But. I don't know where to stare. <laughs> I'm interested in the story too. I didn't know where to look. I look at you every time you're talking. Um, <laughs> yes, you stared at that camera. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving me crazy so, where do you want me to look so the um the thought of being able to have entertainment by default in somewhere like atlantic city was just like way more enticing yes we didn't have like arnold's was good entertainment but it's across the street you have to leave the place we're like hey this has an arcade built in this has go-karts built the in hotel this has, is here we didn't even know the water park wasn't even idea so that wasn't any part of it we weren't like oh there's a water park Weren't even told they were building one yet, right? So it was still a parking lot. We parked. It was. There. We actually did park there the entire time that we did all, all of our walkthroughs. Leading That's the up time, to this. Chris. Remember, we had to walk back and get your phone. That's where the water park is. The very first time we were there. Oh wow! It was oh, just yeah. a parking lot. I remember. But construction crews in it. Yeah, and uh, they moved the golf course too, the mini golf. Yeah, we essentially watched this whole thing happen, right? Like the whole water park unfold, all that. Getting excited that every we watched time. the terminal get built because that wasn't even an idea where the venue ended up being wasn't even a space when we started this process we do our first walkthrough it's october and me and sean go there to look at the rooms that they're talking about sorry there's a bug flying around it's driving me nuts um when we went there they showed us first like the pamphlet thing, right? You got all the different rooms to choose from and they have a ton of rooms. They're great. So we go in and we're like, wow, okay. These are like super like fun, colorful. I think that this is like a much more creative spot. We go there to do the walkthrough. The vendor floor is supposed to be what's called the carousel room. We have video when we brought Chris with us of us doing the walkthrough so that we could have that to reflect on when we're building out the floor plan, building out everything so that we could have a visual in the office, right? I was there. I I, that's this. the stuff that I oh, hope wait, no. we can cut in some of the stuff, was you know, I there in there one? if possible. But uh what was it was this one that me and Chris went on this trip? It was two separate occasions because you and Sean went one to do the quick yeah. So this yeah, is just me and you and Sean. Me and Sean went. Our, this is just the time that you two yeah, went. Yeah. Okay. And then you guys came with us, and that's the when they they were doing like a, a the beauty thing, right? Oh, like the a, fashion the show. The fashion show. Yeah. All right, you keep going. So, me and Sean go, and we have I have a orange walkie wheel thing that Comcast left at my warehouse like four years ago. I use like it all five the dang years time. Ago now. I love it. Um, so. But fun. that's how I'm laying out the floor space. Me and Sean are dragging chairs across we spent probably like six hours there laying this floor plan out so that we could get a booth count get a flow of how everything will we go we were so ahead of the game it was very exciting um 
and the setup was going to be so great, right? So, like, location-wise, anyone that did attend that's watching or anyone you want to just, like, look at uh, pictures on the site, you can understand when you walk in the front doors of Showboat itself, there's the registration to check into the hotel. Just to the left of that now is check-in to buy tickets to the water park. That was an empty, vacant registration table. It was nice Which looking. was ours, yes. It was just empty and we were gonna we had it all measured out to skin it with great american craft expo there were screens and stuff we were, were gonna, gonna pick up bags patch into the screens yeah you were gonna pick up your, your bags right at the front the vip bags it's gonna be very easy to find too right like you can't miss it it's right next to the hotel check-in so it's like check into the hotel go five feet to the left check into the expo get your wristbands for the weekend get your bags whatever and then right there was double doors for a vendor floor which is the carousel room it was big. And it was huge. That's what we were talking about. It was a great layout. Um, spent a lot of time creating that layout. And we were, like, super excited about it. I actually have, like, f files in two that I can send Chris maybe that he can, like, show that I have, that we had the vendor floor map, what it looked like, uh, you know, all this time so that me and Sean put into it. We needed to know how many vendors we could fit so we could budget our expo. Yep. That's like the groundwork, right? To know the space that you got, because you don't want to oversell, you don't want to undersell, you got to know you like don't what overspend. you're working with. <laughs> yes. Um, so that was figured out, and then we went upstairs, and that's where there was multiple rooms to choose from, and we're like, okay, we don't need them all. Let's see like what we want to work with. The first one that we ended up going with for classrooms was the manor, the mansion room. That's the one. I could not remember the name of it. Yeah, so that's the mansion room, and that was awesome. Like, that room, actually, we've been... It was adorable. We've been there during other walkthroughs where other people have rented just that for an event. Like, it's yeah. a big room the last that time has there was other the small rooms one. that break off of it. Yep. Um, so that was going to be great, too. That was going to be the central hub for classes. If you had a class, you were going to go and check in there. And that had a huge center area that we were going to have all the class bags. You'd be able to pick up your class bag there and then be told which classroom. There was two classrooms that would be housed right off of that. And that space, we got tons of pictures of stuff, too. It looks really awesome. There's murals of, like, clouds on the ceilings. It looks like you're in, like, a, like a village in, in, like, Italy or something. Really awesome. The check-in room was cute. It had, like, its own little window and stuff. Yep, same thing. It had, like, a thing up top that we'd be able to put very nice signage that says, like, check-in in and everything. It had its own bathroom that came right off of the um, classrooms right there. You yep, you're absolutely right. Bathroom. Nope. And um, so that would have been the first two classrooms so we were actually set to have four classrooms so that we could break up the yep. class sizes and so that we could break up the um changeovers so one's that it could be a lot up, more seamless one's yep. one set up well exactly exactly so we um You'd walk down the hall a little bit, and then that's where you got to where people did see some was the bourbon room is the giant big stage room. That's where we had the um, welcome party and the after party. That's where we were going to house demonstrations. Um, we were going to have different events where people could kind of have the demo on stage and have like a few chairs in the front and everything. Um, yeah. And that was going to be running throughout the weekend as well. Also, the parties, too, which it wouldn't have been as difficult to find where the parties and everything were. One, hopefully the desk wouldn't have been telling people that it was flipping canceled, which we'll, you know, get back to that, too, or eventually when we get to that part. But um, 
it would have just been tighter. Like the whole floor plan, if it was very stretched last weekend, now two weekends ago by the time this airs, and um, it would have been so much tighter. That's I know was a major complaint, and it was a complaint of ours too. We knew it was going to be a problem, right? When they when we had to move what we had to do, we we're like, this kind of sucks because now half of it's fucking up here and the other half's down there when it was just going to be stacked. Um, so anyway, the bourbon room's right there. Right behind that is the heart and soul room. That's an old poker room. That was going to be the second classroom and that was going to have a left side and a right side. And then same thing with the power also. All these rooms have immense amounts of outlets at uh, allocated spaces, like literally spread for tables. We counted everything. I have sheets they were in that the have... Floor. I have sheets All the in a notebook in the floor. that have outlet counts of every single room for the classrooms and everything. So, like, everything was, like, very meticulously planned. And, um... Because we had our down month. Like you said, the heart and soul room, um, that was... They were in the floor because it was poker. And in the uh, mansion room, they were in the walls on the sides. And we were just going to have them come right in on the sides of the tables. Um, heart and soul also, that vibe was going to be super dope because when you went to check in, you were going to walk straight ahead to where you would have cashed your chips in, like at this old school poker oh, room. Oh, that's the one with the window that I'm picturing. Yep. And you would have walked there. That was where you would have checked in. Like, hey guys, I'm here for my class. And we would have just been like, you're in the class to the right or the class to the left, whatever. And boom, that was right there. Now, also in that same hallway, a spot that nobody really got to see, if you would have walked a little further down the hallway, you get to the diamond room. The diamond room was the craft bar. Now, I know we have B-roll of that stuff, too. And so that is where the make and takes were going to be. That was going to actually be, excuse me, there's a whole bar in there. There was going to be the bartender in there for the weekend. That's I know where we I had kept like promising the... people their view from the terrace. Exactly. Remember, I kept calling it a patio in all my lives. I'm like, it's more than a patio. And it, and yeah, really, what is a terrace that overlooks the boardwalk? You can see a steel pier right off of it, and you'd be able to just kind of like craft, grab a drink, sit out on the porch, soak up some sun. I bragged like, about it in almost every live um, we had. There was like a little back side room in there, and that's where the TGG store was going to be. It was going to be like tucked back there. Um, it was so much, so The such TGG big... store wasn't even going to be there initially. That was a pivot after April, remember? Yes. Should Correct. That was April? a pivot. Yeah. So, you, yeah, we can fast forward this up, right? Because we did all this. This is by... November that all this stuff is done that I just talked about that we walked through at least two to three times took multiple video walkthroughs took multiple floor map measurements had our layout ready to go now we're sending emails out to start picking up vendors because we know how much space we have to work with right we're starting to get our classrooms together we're starting to figure out who we want to teach so that we can start building that part out we got plenty of months to do this um Fast forward, like Sarah said, come and uh, Misfit Makers tour was coming through, right? They, they're one they of the did, teachers that, you know. They're they're one of the teachers that ended up uh, being a part of the expo. So they were on their tour to do their stop 
um, here and we were like, you know what? Now's the time. Why don't we go grab some more B-roll footage? It's been a few months since we had done anything. We were we did the just slight hype things just to get the ball rolling and get people excited and get it built. Now it's time to start really hit marketing and, and get social media going. Yeah, because we had Jen with us and Jen was going to do uh, promotional items through JPJ. Mm-hmm. And then Misfit Makers being here for B-roll, it was just perfect. Let's run. And we were going to, they almost were going to miss their, it was close to the flight. Yes. We made, then they took the chance on making this trip because the B-roll was so worth it. Yep. We were like, we, and we were just so excited about it, honestly. Like, I was just literally so excited about this space. Every time I keep thinking about it, I, I re-get, like, depressed slash angered about, we walk into about, the, about everything We walk into the showboat. Kind of noticed that something's missing to the left there. The mini golf, I think, was like torn up. We were like, oh, that's weird. Look to the right. They're walking with the mini golf over their shoulders yeah. as we walked in. They're leaving with the mini golf. We're like, we look over to the right. Where are you going? And there's no doors. The doors are gone of the, of the vendor, of the carousel room. Gone. Literally gone. Not like. No in between. Like, it's, it looks like you they can never see the existed. Spackle. Well, you can see the spackle of where they were. So you're like, okay, they did this like within the last couple of days. And then just like a million things obviously start running through my head. Cause I'm like, why, why don't I know about this? You know, like drywalling a door in takes time, even the drywall itself. But you're the showboat. You don't drywall yourself. You have to plan this, hire a crew, schedule the crew, pay the crew, drywall the door. None of that time where they were like, we should probably show tell all the people that booked the carousel room. Because we're not the only people like like we said, one of the times we did the walkthroughs, there was a fashion show. That's someone that ran the carousel room. We know um, a local wrestling company that often does events at the showboat and it's usually the carousel room that they use so i bet you that they had that also rented too you Is know that what i mean Sean was talking about who has an event actually this weekend there oh man and they're pushed into the terminal room the room that we ended up getting pushed into so you gotta talk to them and ask them how they got pushed in also but go ahead um yeah the uh we i'm like sean you got to get the contact on the phone. I don't feel like blowing up names uh, specifically, but I'm like, Sean, you got to get our contact on the phone. Um, this is not cool, dude. Like, where the fuck is the vendor floor? And uh, so she comes down and she's like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like the boss is the boss. And when he gets an idea, he just like wants to do it. And I'm like, yeah, I like I that. get that. But like, this didn't just happen. Like, it's dry. This is dry. And like you just said, it takes at least a couple days of planning. And after this past weekend, they do not have their shit together. So there's no way that it was just like a do it. They knew. They fucking knew. They probably knew for a year and it took that long to get their permits through or some bullshit. Like, and, we're, and they were probably just booking all of us and stringing us along as long as we could so they could make as most use of that room as they could before their permits pushed through so that they could do their bullshit with the fucking mini golf and the roller skating that's in there now and bumper cars, which they, was like empty all weekend. But they had a fix for us. And ironically, the fix was one of the things that we were interested anyway, which is having the vendors upstairs with us at the classrooms. Yes. We, we they were like, that's hey, when I was telling you guys can just go ping ponging. And, and then they show they're like, let's walk again. I'm like, I've walked this hallway a hundred times. And they're like, let's just walk again. We've had other events up here. Remember they we'll said we show couldn't you. have it. They're like, look at, they're like, look up. Uh, and they're like, 
named some random horror con thing that and they're like look at their facebook and and you can see how they had their stuff in the hallways and i'm like okay so if anyone was at our event the first year it was all pipe and draped out and that's just like i like that i, I think it's just a, a cleaner look i don't like tables in a hallway it's not what i'm looking for right so obviously you can't do 10 by 10 either at this point i have Many vendor spaces sold yeah. and everything too, which and, has a promise to it as well. Spots. Yes, they there's like told end, end caps, corner caps, power accessible, etc. This hallway, I'm scrounging for outlets. They're like tucked behind plants. They're like up behind TVs, and it's I'm like, a dude. Hallway for and then a hotel. now I have to think about this. I'm like, okay, where can I source power? How can I source it safely so that people aren't going to trip all over the shit? And I'll have gaffing tape all over, like. And then the lastly, the main thing that stopped me from putting it upstairs because we did once again lay out a vendor floor that would fit upstairs. We were like, how would this work with the amount of spaces that we sold if we have to move everyone upstairs? Spent the time with the wheel again, laid out all the booths, and another issue is lighting. Half that hallway is a fucking cave and the other half is like the sun. So it's who goes in the cave? Who doesn't? Who's going to be okay with it? Who's going to... You know, that's a whole nother thing to worry about. We didn't have a choice, though. We were up there for a minute. Right. Like, Correct. Because we were not given another option either at that point. So. We were going to make it work. It exactly. was going to be great. But then we're talking about it. And then they contact us and they're like, hey, the terminal space that we started working on when you guys first started doing these walkthroughs is finished now. It's new. It's brand beautiful. new. If you guys want to come back do another walkthrough. We can walk through that and see, you know, if you like it. I'm walking through it. Yes. Walking through it. Same girl. And immediately, I was yelling at her. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. You guys are putting me down here. I said, you contacted me last year. I was like, I was in a fucking white box expo center but everything went smooth. The only reason I left that place was because of the aesthetic that you guys offer. Said you took that aesthetic and you threw it in the fucking trash. You took all of my time and effort that I spent on this and you wasted it. Now you're putting me in essentially exactly what I was avoiding in a more expensive place to be. Like Oaks is boring, but it doesn't cost fucking $30 to park every day of the week. Like it's a free parking lot. It's ridiculous how taxing it is to just be in Atlantic City. It honestly is. And that is hindsight's 2020. I wish I would have realized that they would have done that because every time we did our walkthroughs, it was not during a peak season. So we, we didn't paid. get charged a single time. I was in that parking garage probably 15 times leading up to this expo and I never once paid for parking to park in that parking garage. We just never was, once. One of the things they're just not telling people that they don't care because the, toll, the booths in there are empty. The they also booth. told us with the parking situation, we'll, we'll get to that too. I was going to say, that's yeah, the next I'll, one. Yeah, I'll skip to that. I, I'll, I won't. That's your part too. You guys anyway. said no to the, you said guys said no to the expo center, although Sean said it looked nice. So we're in here and we're like, okay, I'm walking through and I'm like, you know what? It's, it's just not what I want. It's not what I want. We're going to just deal with the hallway upstairs. It's not what I want. Um, fast forward. We go to TumblrCon. TumblrCon is 
habitually a very easy load in load out i fucking love it it's the parking lot is wide open plenty of places to put a trailer leave a trailer no problems you can get right to the door get your stuff loaded in pull away from the door and you're good for the weekend everything's fantastic at TumblrCon in the, in that regards and i love it so when I was driving my very long drive home from Texas and I'm just like thinking about our expo and I'm thinking about what I, the decision that I made ultimately, you I'm like, having like a panic attack. I'm like, Hey, showboat offered me basically this in what TumblrCon has, because that terminal does have the only fucking thing that's positive about that is easy load in, load out. You are, it's the it's the basement of the garage. It's called the terminal because it was the bus terminal to the parking garage. You open the loading docks on either side, drive the vendors in, get their stuff unloaded, drive the vendors out. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's what I was looking for. I don't want to create more problems for my vendors because I know that I have vendors driving just as far as I drove to TumblrCon, if not farther. Grateful Glitters did even farther than that. Yes. When I did the walkthrough for upstairs, I was shown the load in, load out, which is drive to the back of the showboat to a loading dock, a very tight loading dock. Hope that somebody else is not at that loading dock already. Then get your stuff unloaded. Put it on the service elevator. I hope you got a cart. Take it up the service elevator, down what is probably a quarter mile hallway of a really cool behind the scenes looking hallway from like when this hotel was built. It is actually really cool to walk the back halls. And this but is an it, important part of the story. But You'll not see fun. later on. Not fun. So you get all the way down and then you would end up at the other end, which is essentially backstage-ish to the bourbon room. This is how bands would load in. That's essentially how shit gets upstairs. So then you roll your shit out to the hallway and get it out to where your stuff would be, right? That's what we would have been sold on for load in, load out for that. After our event or during our event, I spoke with one of the vendors that was actually at our first year at Oaks and um, he's the guy that sells the lamps. I got a Frankenstein lamp somewhere. We'll, we'll find it. <laughs> he told me that he has vendored a couple other times at Showboat for other people. Less that. Never was at the terminal before. He said it has always been a shit show. He said never has it been a good time ever once. It's always been a fucking nightmare. But when they vendored upstairs for one of the events, they told them they'd be using a service elevator. Nay, nay. When the event ended and it came time to load out, they said, okay, where's the service elevators? And they were like, you guys have to use the public elevators. Mm. And Which are the you, size of a normal elevator, It's a guys. normal elevator. And I'm talking like I had a good amount of vendors and they had big stuff. And I said it to my vendors. I was There's like, listen. There's no way you could have swung a U-boat in I was there like, at all. Regardless of the issues that happened throughout the weekend of our expo, I was like, if I would have put you guys upstairs and you had to use a public elevator, you would have burned me at the fucking stake. Two public elevators, so one you guys elevator down, and then through the whole, the whole casino. And it comes out right elevator. at the, it comes out right at the arcade. You know what I mean? Like right at our other the place. elevators are actually in a prime location for, you know, foot traffic for actually where our expo was supposed to be. So, um. <laughs> Yeah. So we swap. 
So anyway, we end up, uh, like I said, like Sarah said, I'm having like a breakdown and I'm like, dude, we, I can't do this to the vendors. I can't, my, I hadn't even heard this story about the, uh, the public elevator thing anyway. The service elevator was enough issue for me that I'm like, I am not creating more issues for my vendors, more stressful issues for my vendors for the sake of aesthetic. That's, and that's what it came down to for me. I was like, it's purely, I am trying to keep us up where the aesthetic is, but it would have been a fucking nightmare load in, load out and all that shit. So I was like, you know what? We're going to use the space. It's brand fucking new. It's air conditioned. It's got great lighting. It's big. It's far away from everything, which sucks. But like, that was the only thing that we really were going to have to deal with. And if you guys are counting the weeks right now, if you guys are looking on your calendar to see when TumblrCon was and when our expo is, yes, six weeks out. We're changing this thing for the third slash fourth time. Uh Uh-huh. So ultimately, though, honestly, one of the factors in there for pushing it down to the terminal from the hallway upstairs was... I didn't like the idea of not having a secure room for vendors to be able oh, to leave their we shit overnight. We were going to have to have security. Literally yeah. sit overnight and watch the hallway. And I didn't like that, but I had no other uh, option. When they gave me an option to, mind you, when you get off the elevator, you guys see the terminal right there. It's brand new glass doors that have like a number pad. I was like, this feels secure. I was like, I like secure. I want my vendors to feel secure with their stuff, right? That they don't have to pack their shit up every night. So... That was another thing. Cause I, I, and we argued about it in the office, right? We were like, we'll have a security guard. I was like, we're going to need two because someone's got to be at the other end. And they're like, I'm like, dude, so their kids are faster than these lazy security guards. And honestly, people brought it up over That's the weekend. Waxy. You said he's lazy. I brought it up over the weekend and they were like, people even said, you, and, and you got to hope that the security guards aren't just in on it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if we would have hired somebody through the showboat or it whatever? It sounded like this was going to be the answer to all of our issues and then some. Because also, we'd be very condensed into one, so everyone would be able to get where they needed to. If you want to shop, shop. If you want to go to a class, class. It's good. We lose the themed rooms, but we're still at the showboat. We still got all the foot traffic. And, of course, this is all as in the time we were talking about it, that we were super pumped still. Yes. Yep. It was just like, hey, man, it's going to be a hard pivot. So then, yet again, we do go back. I took a whole day off from work, which I didn't want to against my will, because now we're super behind. Now I got to go down to the showboat yet again and do another walkthrough, because I'm the only one, actually, me and Chris didn't see what that room looks like. Yeah, you guys had, like, we gave you all the, uh, you guys did the walkthrough before of what the classrooms would look like, and we had tons of footage and everything to reflect on. Now this is essentially starting from scratch. All that shit that we had... Dumpster. Uh, other than yeah, the footage, the the floor plans, the wall, the measurements gone. Basically, all the work from October on, other than classroom stuff, was essentially junked and started over. And <laughs> like fucking insane to think about. So this one's just <laughs> me, you, and Sean, right? Yeah, yeah, it's me, you, and Sean. Uh huh. Oh, yep. Because I had like sixty other things to do that day. We walk in. This is right after TumblrCon. And, um, Chris was there too. Were you? No, I don't think so. I think no. it was just us three. Okay. I went the one time with you and Jason the last time. Yeah, so me, you, and Sean walk in. Sean's like looking around. We wait for the, uh, what's her name to come down. 
and she comes down, she's super nice, and we're talking, and I'm pretty sure I even cut Sean off by accident because I was so anxious about the two questions I had to answer, ask, and I'm like, mm -hmm. what about parking? Well, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm gonna have a lot of people coming here, a lot of them are from out of town, and most of them have trailers, and a lot of them will be big trailers, and I need to know that I can tell them where to park. She looked at me, she was like, no problem. Oh, we do this all the time. This is gonna be great. We we take the trailers and we park them underneath the expo center. She made it sound to me like they were literally going to come in. There was a gentleman that was gonna come in and basically valet your trailers underneath. Yep. Never said anything about money. And granted, I didn't ask how much it was, but I feel like if it was the price that it was and that, that story's coming, um, they would have said something. I'm a little overwhelmed here. I just got back from TumblrCon. I've been gone for a week. I have 70 million things to do today. I don't need to be at the showboat, but yet here I am again. Um, can we park? No problems. Tons of parking. Cause she's like, well, how many? And I'm like, I don't know, like 15 to 30, like on the low and the high end. She's like, oh, no problem at all. And then, um, I wanted to know if there was air conditioning, which you guys had already, I feel like, asked a few times, too, because it yep. was warm in there at the time. Yes. And she said to us that there, because we had, before she came down, we had already kind of, like, mapped out a few things. Like, we have one-day vendors. We are going to put them in that hallway. Yep. We had, you know, like, all right, let's start doing the thing, right? So she told us that there's no air conditioning in that hallway behind our expo center. And that's because that hallway runs off of the, the main feed where the, where the, elevators and everything were mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and that the the where i'm standing at currently is air conditioned and it will be on the day of after i think after the doors shut or something yeah they just turn it on they said after load in we'll close the doors and they'll turn the air on and that hallway gets air conditioning they said if you want because if anyone was there they saw in between the hallway and the vendor floor there's a lot of little glass doors in that hallway. They were like, they just prop all them doors open and it just flows the air through. Yes. But um, when the one time Sean and I, we were in that hallway just getting ready to leave and we just got caught in a conversation and we're in that hallway for like 10 minutes and we just start like baking because it was like a terrarium because they have them like glass block windows. And we were just like, I don't want to take the risk of it being a muggy weekend and putting the day vendors in here and it being a bad time. Let's just not have anyone in the hallway and we'll just make everyone be in the air-conditioned room. We had to quickly in one day plan out where all the classrooms were going to go and mind you now we're all in the same room and there's a problem about noise. Are you going to be able to hear the teacher over the teacher next door? How far apart are we going to have to put these? How far apart can we put these? The major noise concern that we had Chris can corroborate this, was the ambient sound that the air conditioners would make in the room. We put the, as anyone saw where we had the, the classrooms, they I were tucked this. as far away in the back corner as possible. But that's not where we If anyone them sees where them giant big units in the ceiling were that they kept telling us would do the air conditioning and everything. I'm not HVAC, dude. I don't know how to pick pinpoint what anyone does. But that's where does, we were going to have know? the classrooms. But... Noise would come from them, put classes far from them. That was literally part of the planning in the floor plan was air conditioning in the room. <laughs> like the sound that it would create was part of why we created the layout that we did. I know I didn't make all this up either. There's no way. There's just no way that I made all this up that I just talked to this woman. She looked me dead in my eyes and told me parking's not an issue and that um, there would be air conditioning in there. 
So. Everything's taken care of at this point. At we're this good. Point, we're good now. We're six weeks out. We we got our layout. The boys did the measurements. This is going to be good. The, the worst things that we think that we have going on are like a couple items here and there with some stuff. Like that's that's like it. Like this easy things. You know what I mean? Small stuff. So then we're like, I, I had to build the bar, which I mean, I guess is kind of small stuff, but I was putting that off because I just wanted to keep getting everything ready for graphically for it. Like get all the banners printed and designed all that stuff just to make sure that there's enough visual yeah. there. Right. And then I get the bar built, spend that whole morning getting that thing built. Looked really great. I thought we get everything together. We get everything loaded. I'm in the truck. You just fast. You just skipped the whole fast forward. Oh, to the I'm bar. sorry. You just went right to the bar. No, I'm going. I'm on. I'm going on the way. We're on the way to the expo now. You forgot that they, they uh, took our hotel discount off early. Signs. The signs. Oh yeah. So were there. Some other the stuff. signs were there, and we just did not see them because we had kept solving all the problems that Showboat kept pushing. The discount. At us. The discount came down early. The the VIP party became confusing because of the situation that we were pushed in. Right. So we were told the VIP party was always supposed to have food and game cards. Yes. And we're like, okay, let's do taco bar. That should be the easiest easiest type thing right yeah, like it kind of spreads the types, of, the, the types can... of food you can do beans you can do meat you can do whatever you want right sounds great we have that ready to go it's 40 days from the event and they say we need a head count for your vip party and we're like um can we still sell tickets uh well we need that head count we're like it's tacos so they gave us, I think, like a day or two more. Yeah, they gave us like three days because it was a Friday. They gave us to like the next Monday and Sean pushed it till Tuesday. It was like bonkers. So that's honestly why that became like this because it was like, OK, so now I can't sell any more VIP tickets because it, they won't get the same thing that the other people would get. So then I'd have to do like a VIP ish ticket. So and then Sarah had a point. She's like, I just want people to be able to like come to the party and I can't even put tickets on sale anymore. So like, what the fuck do I do? So that's when we were like, all right, I guess we'll just like wristband it and make it a free party. But you, but anyone that had already paid gets the wristband and then you still get to have the taco bar and the game card like that'll be the delineation. Yeah. And meanwhile, yet again, something oh else boy. that we had to just pivot. Yeah, uh, that's it. It was just like we had a better plan for the party, a better setup for the party, and Showboat was like, "Fuck that plan. Do it like this." Look, oh, okay. Guess we will. Got only a couple days till the fucking event's gonna happen. So what the fuck else am I gonna do? Meanwhile, while all this is going on, I'm doing uh, the classes, getting the classes together, and scheduling them out. The schedule was made. The schedule was beautiful. I had a beautiful schedule made that that put classes not next to each other, not going on at the same time. Um, probably something I won't do again as far as I went into it is letting each teacher give me a complete list of what they want to use 
plus who they want it from. That was a little bit overwhelming. So now I'm sourcing what, at the time, I mean, we started with nine classes and then we ratcheted it back. So I'm sourcing- Yeah, we went back to six classes. I'm sourcing every single material that you need for each, per each class, per each how many people are gonna go to that class from all of these different vendors. And guys, I'm holding, I feel like I held it together really well in the beginning, like really well. It was a lot of teachers, it was a lot of stuff. And then, we started changing all the classes. Literally before the before all the layout stuff, remember we changed the Misfit Makers from like Sunday to Saturday, and then we changed the Crafty Guys, they wanted to come down in price, and it was like changing all these things out, and I was like, bam, bam, got it, boom, boom, got them all. But then at the end, when all of this stuff was going on, it yep. caught up with me. Yep. I didn't realize that this vendor hadn't answered me or that I hadn't answered this one, or that we still didn't, I didn't even start on this one item here, and it was like, okay, and I got them. I got all the things. Mm -hmm. It was so, came together so well in the end, like fixed so many last minute problems that popped up. There were so many great companies that came through for us to, you know, really get all of the stuff that we need in the time that we needed. How many people overnighted stuff to us is insane on both our dime and their dime. Like it was, everyone helped so hard to yep. pull this together. All signs pointed to this is going to be epic. Everyone, um, yeah, was really just putting in so much. That's <laughs> every time I just think about all the frustrations. It's just so it it's so overwhelming because of the effort that everyone all together put in on this. And I was, uh, uh, the ball was slipping, and I just pulled it back up. And yeah, we. Uh, um, and meanwhile, during all of this, we're we're just losing staff members. <laughs> I got staff members, you know, we had Stephanie was pregnant. Yeah, she was, this... We always planned that. And then, you know, for every different reason, we're just losing people to other things. And I'm like, oh, we need to, we don't have any people to put all these things together. Mm -hmm. But we did it. Sort of. Well, we did our part. We did. Um... Where do we go into next? I mean, I guess, you know, just like into the actual event itself now. Like, so mind you... That's where I, that's where I was headed. So it's it's Friday, right? Like I just got done building this craft bar. We just got done loading the U-Haul. Um, I had already been there the day before on Thursday because pipe and drape was getting done a day before. So uh, dropped dropped off a couple things there, some banners and stuff. Everything was looking good. The floor was looking great, really put together and everything. Uh, Sean was there for the majority of the day that day doing emails and stuff from the room. Both doors are open, so not expecting there to be any error or anything on nope. while those dudes are working and stuff. Um, then Sean shows up at the office first thing Monday just to make sure everything's good. He actually dropped me off a coffee. It was nice because I had come in really early just to get started on that bar. He hit the ground running, went, went to showboat. To, to make sure vendors would be ready. We were back here Friday, getting loaded Monday. Friday. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Friday. Right. And uh, it's about it's about like noon or one-ish that I, now I'm like putting on down to uh, showboat. And Sean calls me and he's like, hey, <laughs> the air's not working. Huh? Uh, he's like, I'm a... Uh, message in our contact, same contact, 
And she said that engineers looking into it. We're behind at this point. Mind you, we are very behind at this point because of how understaffed we were. I'm not even on my way to the show, but me and Patty, Emily and Lindsay are still here. And Sandy are all still here packing the last minute things up while you're shipping off with the bulk of everything. Yes. Um, And then Aubrey and Sam and uh, and, uh, Emma were already there and they... And Sean and me got the uh, truck unloaded and everything. And then you so, called me with the news. Yeah. So then I'm like, hey, uh, no air. And it's stuffy. So now you got vendors in there. You got pipe and drape in there. And just these two giant mega like turbine fan things that to like kind of just circulate the hot air around. On one side. Because we pipe and draped it. Yeah. Um, Which was actually not great for the pipe and drape either. At one point... Help. Oh my goodness, this is... It actually knocked the pipe and drape down onto, I think, Jessica Flynn's rental? Jessica Reich's. Jessica Reich's rental? I I don't know if I ever... Yeah, I don't know if I ever ran so fast in my life. I'm like, it's it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. It's down. Yeah, that was was Sunday. So, um... Oh, man... That was just, you know, it was like, yeah, well, what else can happen? Bang! One of those things. Um, but I guess the weekend now, right? So the multiple different things. Broken. The air conditioning's fucking insane. Like, I don't even know what the story is. Well, eventually we'll find out. Eventually. We're going to fucking find out one way or another. Because you guys are going to hear three to four different stories from three to four different people and some of them being very important people. So we were told that there, there was a little maintenance dude, right? The little, little like rat guy that walked around the whole time. And he was, he was helpful, but he's also, you can tell that he's just the fucking scapegoat. Um, and he's tired. But he was say he also was the source of multiple different versions of the story, right? Um, we're told that Air conditioning's broken, engineering's looking into it. That was the first thing we're told, right? Then we're told that the air conditioning... uh, What was it? The air conditioning does not exist in the vendor floor. It actually exists in the hallway. And the hallway air conditions the vendor floor, but those condensers were stolen. All the coils were stolen from them, so they don't work. Then, that story came from the owner. Then we were told that the vendor floor, like we said before, the vendor floor one is supposed to air condition the hallway. Then we're told that there's no air conditioning whatsoever. Which we were actually never told that. We just have one, your sister's boyfriend, and someone else was like, yeah, no. there was like there's uh, no the the right pipe. They were saying there was here. no condenser lines. I don't to think or something. And they said it's just gas lines hooked up to all the big units that were up there. But what else? There was I know there was other. There was more stories, more versions. I don't think so. When we first walked in, you were told it's broken. Mm-hmm. We had a buddy that went to a show there a few weekends ago, and they also told him it was broken. That does not sound like broken to me. That sounds like. It's not either it it never worked or it's always you're just never going to fix it. So all we're told at this point before I got there is that it's broken. Once I got there, you guys started chirping at what's her face. And then all of a sudden engineers are working on it. 
Because that's when I walked by a few of the vendors and I was mm-hmm. like, Sean's got engineers working, looking at it. And we were like, I actually held out hopes, but I knew that they were going to blow some smoke. That's when uh, the next day is when we were told that it does work, but the condensers on the roof are stolen. Okay, that's a very Philadelphia thing. Go get new coppers worth money. Go get new coils. Put a lock on it like every other business in the area does. Somehow they were able to take away my vendor floor and build fucking bumper cars and a roller skating rink on a weekend so you can't put fucking air conditioning on a roof. And let's... Like, Let's ratchet it back to the beginning of It's this. what you want to do. It's not what you can do. It's what you want to do. And they didn't want to put some fucking air conditioning in there. Let's rewind but back to- But they want to uh, tell you that it's there. The beginning of this story, when we told you that we were being offered their new, renovated, beautiful, just finished expo center. Guys, you forgot the coils on the roof. You forgot the AC. For your beautiful- just finished expo center. What about their beautiful, just renovated rooms? I'm gonna hurt somebody. I swear I will. Because so- we were also sold on that 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 the rooms were just renovated, and that's exciting because I I I've used to when Showboat was still a casino, I would go to Showboat like when I was in my 20s, and I know that the rooms I was in my 20s, so I didn't give a fuck, you know what I mean? But the rooms were rooms that you would expect to party in when you're in your 20s in, in a casino on the dis with with our expo discount these rooms were six hundred dollars for the weekend outside of that discount they were almost twelve hundred dollars for the weekend oh my goodness and to really get the full brunt of what these rooms look like you guys got to go to google and look at the reviews almost, read, read read the read the new reviews read the old reviews read all the reviews almost everyone honestly not even exaggeration almost everyone that i talked to ch- had to change their room i was so point. embarrassed i was mortified and it's just like and those are things like and then whenever we say like oh my god like i'm, I'm so sorry and i can't and people are like like it's not you it's not you but it, it fucking reflects on us because like we chose ultimately we chose showboat but we were also fucking sold a different bill of goods like we were told that we have on their TikTok, newly renovated rooms and and on their tiktok right now it shows all the newly renovated rooms and people are like how do you even get this room like where what do you even mean yeah fake huh no one came down to talk to us switch. at all. Everyone was not going to come face us. So, I mean, we can ping pong all over the place uh, at this well, point. I mean, even the parking. Let's let's go back to Thursday. Thursday, I'm just relaxing. We got an expo the next day. I got a lot of things to do. Kirsten came down a little early, so she was at the at the warehouse, and me and Kirsten are at my house because she's staying over for the night, and my phone starts blowing up. Um, I, it was the text messages first. I think, um, Sandy from Dino's called me. I missed it. So I texted her, Hey, is everything okay? No, they weren't sure where to park. They parked in the lot across the street for now, but it was $75 for the night for them to park their trailer and their truck. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, doesn't sound right. That's not what we talked about. That's definitely not right. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to speak with Sean and Jason and, and also keep Sandy in the loop at this time. This is like, I don't know, Thursday night at like six or seven. I'm trying not to bother Sean, even though it's like, because like, I know it was what like the- like 8.39. Yeah, because I know what the weekend's about to, well, the sun was still up a little bit. That's what I, that's the only thing I remember. But 
the um i'm trying not to bother sean too much because i know what kind of weekend we're about to have and i'm like we're all just having our night i'm definitely not trying to bother jason in the game room right now just getting his last minutes of freedom but i gotta figure this out right so we're fine it's, sandy's the so far that i know sandy's the only one down there just hanging she says she's good for now we're figuring things out and then sarah from banff calls me she also has the same problem she can't park so she's calling me and i'm like all right, I'm going to figure it out because apparently, you know, a lot more people are showing up and I really don't want, you know, it's, it's crazy to pay. I would have wrote Sandy a check real quick and been like, thank you for, you know, uh, being the only one that was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, <laughs> put out by this, but, um, now everyone's uh -huh, showing yeah, up. Yeah. Inconvenienced. Inconvenienced. So... Sarah's sending I get off the phone with Sarah and she's sending me text messages and I'm like she said she was told by the expo center one the parking dude that the room that I'm speaking of underneath the expo center is tiny it's not going to fit all these trailers it would barely fit anything two to park at the showboat with the truck and the trailer was going to be a hundred dollars a night and I'm like that doesn't sound right and that's what my text to her said so I sent that to Jason and Sean Sean sent Sean sent that to the girl, the expo girl, and she's like, no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Sean's like, yeah, she said, no, that's right. And the parking person said that we never, we never worked anything out for parking. The hell I didn't. This woman told me that she What's was going to rope them in. Like, what do you mean? Because she was going to rope them in. That's what I'm saying. Like what, like, what do you mean we didn't work anything out for parking? When we talked to you and said, hey, our vendor's going to be able to park, that's like, that's working out parking. They're already making me look bad in front of all my vendors. And I'm sure. And we're not even there yet. <laughs> and I know that people were there Thursday night that just didn't want to bother me or call me. And I'm so sorry that you guys felt like you couldn't because you always bother me if you guys are coming to my event it's my responsibility to make sure you guys are taken care of and this was ridiculous oh <sighs> yeah so so we knew we were walking into it yeah a it started crazy, like right, it started like right away yeah with that and then um um from there on essentially it was just fucking chaos at every turn it was like anything that we had planned or tried to plan or tried to do it was literally like they intentionally were trying to squeeze the fucking life out of it that's what it was becoming right it was to the point that the hallway walking into the vendor floor smelled like shit the whole fucking weekend right like insane because at no point of any of my walkthroughs did it smell like shit in that hallway but my whole weekend it's like they turned on the shit smeller can we do a timeout real quick and just tell a good story to break this up? No, well, You don't want to put none of the good stuff in there real quick? We can't. What do you want to fit that's good? So... I'm stolen the shit. <laughs> yeah, but that one's a real bad one. So let's let's give you a little bit of positivity before we, we continue on, shall we? All right. So I'm finally at the Expo Center. We're getting everything pulled off the truck. And this very frantic woman comes up to me and asks me... Who at, who at this show sells sublimation tumblers? And I'm like, no one. Oh, yeah, I knew good. that right off the top of my head because we don't have any tumbler vendors here. Um, and uh, she was she just looked like she was about to cry. She's like, okay, all right. And she looked like she was figuring something. I'm like, why? What's wrong? She's like, 
I forgot my white sublimation tumblers and my whole booth relies on them. I'm literally here for nothing. If I don't have white sublimation tumblers, there's literally no reason for me to be here. And I'm just not sure what I can do. I think I'm just gonna have to drive back to my house and grab them. And I'm like, cool, you can drive. Like a lot of people flew, like this wasn't even an option. I'm like, all right, great. Like, and I asked her, I was like, how long of a trip is it? She goes seven hours one way. I was like, oh. And I was just like, what am I gonna do for you? What What can I figure? I I have sublimation tumblers. Jason has sublimation tumblers. We have sublimation tumblers. And I said it just like that. I'm like, I have them. I'll go back to like, if you can wait till tomorrow, um, someone has to run back to the warehouse and grab something and let my dog out. So I can get you a case or two. She's like, what? Like white 20 ounce skinny sublimation tumblers. I was like, yes, from the same company you ordered them from. I have them. She's like, oh my, like, I still say, to, I said it this morning, the look of relief on her face was a look that I'll never forget. It was just like solid relief, like, wow. Because at one point she's like, I think I can have someone meet me halfway. I mean, halfway of a seven hour trip is still a very long trip. That's a seven hour round trip. I was gonna say, you're at still at a point. seven hour trip. <laughs> um, she literally was about to cry. And I was, that was one of the things that I took away from this weekend is how good that made me feel to just be able to help her. And not only that, but I was like, you know what? Wait, wait, let me, uh, let's go ask Jason real quick. Cause I'm signing him up to grab stuff. I'm signing him up to give away his tumblers. Let's go make sure this is okay. And I walk over and briefly tell Jason the story. He's been over getting stuff out of a box. He's like, yeah, you yeah, I'll go get them. Definitely. Oh yeah. How many do you need? Do you want me to bring two cases, three cases? Like what? She's like, again looked like she was about to cry because of just you were didn't even skip a beat you were like absolutely yeah so we were able to go you actually went back that night grabbed some other things and those tumblers were there before she walked in that vendor floor and i could not wait to tell her that uh, that is a friendship i don't think will ever shake she was so grateful and i was so happy that i could do that like we could do that for her that's like i said i only sorry. not only i i i really mainly my focus was for the vendors to have a good time, like I said. And then obviously, if you're making money, you're having a good time. So with with that, I was hoping that it would be a trickle down effect, but I really just wanted the vendors to be able to reflect and be like, hey, that was like worth my weekend. You know what I mean? And whatever I got to do to kind of make that happen is what I wanted to make happen. And that's where so many of the frustrations in what Showboat did to the weekend you know, came through because there were, like you said, you want to tell a positive story because there were a lot of positive stories and, and you can go on social media and look at all the videos and stuff and the fun that people had when they got together and like our event created that, you know, it created that opportunity for all these people from our space to meet face to face and to hang out and to make some memories and have a good time. And that's like the whole reason why we created the event. That <laughs> is why, like I said, I was like, if you guys saw TGG's booth, it was like the most bare, bare slash least put together booth. And that's because TGG making money at my event is the least of my priorities. I was way down here. I, I like obviously want to like show out and like present ourselves well because we are a main sponsor of the event and everything. But like ultimately if TGG's store and our ability to make money over the weekend had to get slighted for everybody else to have more of a chance to have a good weekend and make money, then that's what I was going for. Like I, like I said, I would have fucking not even had our own vendor booth at all. If 
we didn't have the space. You know what I mean? If we didn't, if there wasn't space for TGG and I had other vendors that wanted to sign up, I would have opted to close our fucking doors for the weekend and, and gave it up. You know, like that's that I didn't create the event for the glitter guy to make money. I created we, the event for just like entertainment value and, and just creativity. Like I said, the venue itself being creative was so very important to me. And like, we should God, have known just that so it was going to be a shit show when they refused to give us toilet paper for the bathrooms. Now we can go back to the shit. That shit. Did you like my joke there? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, like what you were saying and what I was saying. The, the first. You the, can't even walk in the doors but it didn't on a positive it, note. It didn't start too bad. All we knew was that the bathrooms didn't have toilet paper. No problem. We'll get it fixed. This is Friday. And we're like, you know, complaining about the toilet paper, complaining about the toilet paper. And then it was over because I'm like, well, they'll put toilet paper in there. No, it, they won't. It was like apparently like a not... It was pulling teeth to get fucking toilet paper. It was insane. Like, people had to, like, argue with the maintenance people. And I saw the, like, maintenance people a few times throughout the weekend. So, they were there. It's not like, oh, there was just no one to do it. They just didn't do anything. Like, a, everyone's honest uh, agreement on, on what they believe happened anytime some maintenance went to the bathrooms. That they walked in the bathroom, took a bit of bleach, threw it on the floor, and walked out of the bathroom. And that's it. They didn't restock anything. Trash cans never got the trash bags changed out during the event the entire weekend. It was fucking gross. Yeah. Like, we were just filling boxes with trash and shoving them in the corners to, to get them away from attendees and shit. It was like... And we were messaging constantly. What's funny is one of the things... It, it, it was like... It was like the, the representatives for PC Events and Showboat, because PC Events is the ones that are in charge of that space, were like fucking children because... We're like, hey, there's no toilet paper. And it should be like, okay, we're going to get someone down there to put toilet paper in. The response is, we need cars moved from the vendor floor. That fired people huh? up, too. Huh? One, go on PCEvents.com right the fuck now or the terminal.com, and their home video is an entire, the whole hallway, Harley Davidson's. The whole vendor floor, Can-Ams and fucking dirt bikes. And we were told there can't be any vehicles in this, in the floor. It can't, they can't be any, they gotta they get out, they gotta the, get out, the they gotta get out. $25, $25, that, yep. there's a hundred dollars in That's here, y'all gotta get this out of That's here. That's all they were doing was counting the fucking parking money, right? So they force everyone to get the shit out of the vendor floor, which was like, and then they're like we have to have everything out before we can even close the doors to be able to like turn on the fans and like they were like that and that's when we can turn on the air conditioning and then they're like oh well we're like well can we like maybe have the doors open for like airflow through if you guys can't fucking air condition this space oh well we can't have the doors open the doors have to be shut okay and in order to shut the doors the vehicle's got to go out all right the next day I was asked, do you guys want the doors open or shut? There was vehicles parked inside for half the day. Nobody gave a fuck. It was literally like, depending on what hour of the day it was, the rule set changed. Absolutely. It was insane. And then now you can go to the party stuff to where the parties, mind you, I should have made at least two more sign it, signs for, for the parties for people to know where to go. That is a short sight on my part. It is also because of, like Sarah said, the six-week pivot where we put everything in a room that was way farther away. So huge miss on a few extra signs from me to explain closer to registration and the front desk where the upstairs area was. But 
people did what you would expect them to do and they asked the front desk, hey, there's supposed to be an after party for the event that's in the terminal. Can you tell me where that is? It's upstairs somewhere. How do I get there? Oh, that's canceled. That's All what people were met weekend. with. All weekend. Both parties. That's canceled. That's canceled. So then we start hearing that and we sent a message to the same girl, this rep. Hey, uh, can you please stop telling? Can you tell the desk to stop telling our attendees that our event's canceled? That's absolutely fucking active and, and happening like right this second upstairs. Yeah, sure. So then and it gets did. fixed. And then shift changes again and and rinse and repeat. And here we are just canceled, canceled, canceled. The escalators that I have multiple videos of me like running up them and stuff. They're right behind the registration table to kind of really easy to understand how to get upstairs. Had fucking ropes in front of them all weekend. People asked, how do we use no the escalators? Event. Escalators are only turned on if there's events upstairs. That's fucking weird because I had event part of some of my event hosted upstairs the whole weekend. And we paid a lot of money for that upstairs. Like... Insane. So no communication between like PC events, showboat, all their like inter people. No communication happens in there like at all. Um, like I said, obviously for them to be able to take our whole vendor floor, drywall it fucking shut, uh, blast all these walls out, install bumper cars and shit and like just not tell us. That's why I said when I showed up there randomly for that Misfits thing, I asked her to her face. I was like... If I did not just show up, when would you have told me this happened? Like, when? When would I have found out that I have no fucking vendor floor to be able to even do these pivots that I did? When am I going to be compensated for the fucking hours that I fucking put into this that are just thrown in the trash? Like, it's... It's a lot, and... Like we said, there was writing on the walls a couple different times, but, like, also when you're putting so many different months and, and time and effort into something and you're super excited about it like it's very hard to kind of pull the cord when you see those things you know what i mean the big hit for me like they, they were all blows for sure and then the biggest blow i think that really it was like you know what is it the straw for the camel's back yep. was saturday night before the parties some of the vendors started breaking up breaking down Yep. And they were going to leave. Like, and they weren't, I know they're not one day vendors and I'm just looking at them packing up and leaving. And I'm like, they don't like, want to deal with the heat. No, I more. don't even blame them. Cause if it, I honestly think if it wasn't my event, there's a big chance that I would have packed up too. Like when I tell you that this hallway smells like people pissed in hot buckets and left it out in a hot boxed in room for days, like it smelled like it was, it was like sewage in the hallway. Sewage, yes. Yeah, the, and, you, and, it, like and you could by, smell it through the wall Saturday, by some of the vendors. By Saturday afternoon, it smelled like sewage. It was embarrassing. And that that's was the, the first thing you were met with. That's the first thing you're met with when you, you walk into my you event the front is door, that it smells like check sewage. Check in, get your wristband, walk through these doors, get blasted with the smell of shit, get to like embrace my big sign that I worked on as you're smelling shit. So it's like almost just like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you just like turn the corner, go into the vendor floor and just get like blasted in the face with a heat wave. And the only thing I'm thinking about is if these vendors were making money, they would not have gone home. They would have embraced the heat. But people aren't coming in because one, the heat. Two, they're getting told that it's canceled, so they came to buy tickets at the front door, and a lot of people asked to buy tickets at the front door, especially all my local people, and they were told it's canceled. And then third, um, the smell. 
Mm-hmm. So the people aren't, not enough people are and there's coming no, in. And no toilet paper. Like you said, the toilet paper all weekend, like all weekend, people couldn't get toilet paper. And I had multiple like attendees say they asked like maintenance. They're like, finally, they Sunday said, somebody said the one of the maintenance, like, can you put toilet paper in the bathroom? And they said, no speak English. And it's like. You wear you're, toilet paper every day. You're you fucking with me. You're the bathroom attendant. I know you know what toilet paper means in every language possible. Don't fuck with me. You know what I mean? And it's hot. It's hot. And, and I, I, I need to wipe my butt right now. Things got, you know what I mean? Like I got swamp ass because of your fucking venue. Give me some toilet paper. It was wild. <laughs> like like I, I was so It's like, like I said, they were out. trying to make it a fucking bad time. You, heat could be easier to deal with if they accommodated. You know what I mean? If they were like. Anything. If if other things were tightened up, you can deal with other things. Uh, the heat, I don't think, honestly, you would have been anyone would have been able to look past. That's that made every small issue compounded. Because it was like, oh, I don't have this and it's hot. I fucking don't have toilet paper and it's fucking hot. Like it's always and it's hot. By Saturday before everyone left the vendor floor, Jason and Sean are upstairs trying to get the Barbie party started and everything, and I'm downstairs. Still with the vendors, and I'm just, like, so bummed. And I was talking to two of the vendors at the same time, and I'm like, they're like, you need to get some of your money back. You need to get... And I'm like, I'm going to try. I'm gonna, Let's get to this weekend, and then I'm definitely going to, you know, roll some heads. And I'm like, if I can get some of my money back, I would refund every single vendor here. Because it's just not fair. Like, the, I know this isn't what we all signed up for, and it's my responsibility because, you know, we chose the place. Because everyone's like, no, like, that's crazy. I'm like, but... Like, I choose the place, and I'm trying to talk to them about it, and then my phone rings, and it's you. Yeah, that's what, uh, that long walk, like Sarah said, we were up at the Barbie party, and, and Sean and I are doing the long walk up to the hallway, and we're obviously venting about how the day went, right? Fucking abysmal with, with, with all that shit with the environmental issues. And like Sarah said, uh, Sean, and Sean said it too, he's like, you know... Maybe we can do something. I was like, we're doing something. Like, something is going to be done because this is not what the fuck I wanted. And it's not what the experience that I wanted any of our vendors to have. So, I obviously can't... Something was suggested to me by a vendor to make Sunday's admission free in order to make it more worthwhile to the vendors that are sticking it out. And... I was already trying to figure something out and I'm, and I said, uh, Sean and I start discussing it and I'm like, I, I like, I hear this is a, I hear the suggestion, not something I can necessarily execute, especially in the moment because we sold weekend passes. We sold Sunday passes that becomes a lot murkier waters than it seems just being able to say, Hey, it's free now. Cause then you get a lot of blowback there. Something I can do though, is at least make it easier for my vendors to be profitable in that take away the vendor fee from the weekend for the booth spaces right I, that's what i said later. i said well if even if i got to take it out of any i don't i'll figure out where the fuck it comes from you know we'll figure it out later but the vendors deserve their money back in my eyes it was wild. they didn't sign up for for what they ended up with i didn't sign up for what the fuck i ended up with either but it's not their prerogative to try and fucking fight it out and i don't think that they should it was part of my discussion sean was like you want to try and wait and see 
until what after what happens and stuff, send some emails first and see like what the, the climate is of, of everything. And I was like, no, because the vendors don't deserve to wait for that fight. And we don't I know how long that fight could last. No fucking clue. And, and I just don't care, man. Like I said, I didn't create the fucking event to make money. And if you guys have been following Craft Tea and me thus far... And if you have, or if you haven't, go back to the ADP episode. <laughs> we'll make, maybe we'll make sure it's available down below. I fight. I'm going to get something out of this. They're not going to walk away. I'm going to get justification. We're going to find some justification no. for you guys somehow. There's one thing that was for all of us. that was proven to to us that Showboat does this to everyone. They didn't just fucking do it to us. So, like I said, if I if I got to go and reach out to every other event coordinator that's scheduled to be in that space and that has been scheduled to be in that space in the past year and the next year, I'll fucking do it. So, that's actually not that much, you know? It's just email lists. And I'm positive that the work's going to do itself because they're going to have fucking problems. And we know that the ones in the past already had problems. Add that to the problems we had, and you got a fucking whole shit sandwich that I feel like PC Events and Showboat is going to have to deal with. The For the most part, though, for what was going on, the classes did really well. There was a lot of hiccups in the classes, um, things that uh, definitely were caused by me, you know, forgetting this or not doing this to the amount that we needed very minor things that each one of my teachers that had a hiccup pivoted really really well i'm so happy and proud of them especially jessica flynn because flynn had the most amount of people in her class the most amount of in-person she had the most amount of supplies that had to be sourced from the most amount of different suppliers and she had the she highest, went first the highest power demand she as went well. first on saturday my very first class after all the craziness and then she had the absolute most need for power and one thing that and there was another thing that i wasn't quite ready for although i should have been because she did say epoxy she was going to put her fast cast in there i wasn't uh accounting for them using it so that takes more outlets later on. So me and I'm trying to tell Jason, mm -hmm. like, babe, like I'm having trouble with with Jessica's class. And this is probably about 25 minutes before the classes start. So I felt like we still had a few minutes. And I'm like, you know, I'm having trouble figuring out the power and I'm really starting to get frustrated. It's hot. So Jason's finishing up at the craft bar and he comes down to help me and he really sees what I'm up against. I don't think Sarah honestly understood One the full extent of the issue. Outlet. That's what we had. It had four outlets in it, but there was one. One little box on the wall. It had two, actually. It only oh, had two. two. That one. We um, were blessed. It was it was wild. I am well. It would make sense that I didn't see the fire marshal the whole weekend because I'm positive that fucking place isn't zoned for that shit in the first place. But if he would have taken a gander at what I created to make that happen, he probably wouldn't have been happy. <laughs> but, but hey, I we fucking what, made it happen. Oh, and not only, and Jessica also had the most complicated cup in her class too, like the most intricate one with the most amount of steps. And she handled it so well, especially for starting over an hour late. Not only did she handle it amazing, but all of the people that took her class handled it amazing because they just had to stand outside of the black curtains in the heat. And I mean, stand. Oh, they had to stand and, up a few times in the middle be, of class just to let us crawl under their legs to And not be power. told fully what's going on because I don't have time to stand here and tell you the full story. I just got to tell you guys that we're, we're moving a few things around. I really appreciate appreciate your patience with this so like yeah literally moving all of the tables and we got a picture well, maybe we'll cut that one in good old melinda but literally um 
Jason had it all set up and then we realized we need one more outlet per person. So I had to go under there in the, in the top and scooch in between everyone and move all the outlets down. It was, uh, so, was hot. so that, like I said, and, and we, everyone's fallible, right? Like we were going to have things that we've forgotten issues we had. I do believe that our issues were compounded because we had to deal with the fucking issues that showboat kept presenting us with. But still, it would have went way we had some, we had some problems, right? So like I said, the, the power thing is something that I ultimately still kind of blame on myself because when we had to pivot back down to the terminal, I should have re I should have went back to the drawing board on each thing and rechecked all my boxes because, like I said, when we did all of our walkthroughs, I did outlet counts in every room for the classrooms. I had all those boxes checked when we pivoted back down here and we figured out where these classrooms were going to be moved but and everything. All those boxes I should were checked. We were set. Well, that's why I said I, I said I'm still I'm <gasps> gonna put some blame on myself. Like I'm I'm not infallible. Like I I should have went back and rechecked that box when it comes to power distribution and yeah, i did not but our, our brain said checked off what's um, next so another thing should not have scheduled the most popular teacher first you're going to have issues like i said we're all fallible you're gonna have startup issues shit's gonna happen and having the most stacked class first is not the one trial by fire right like it and we said the smoothest classes of the weekend were the last classes of the weekend mm, Sunday because went that's really when smooth. you just like are able to iron the things out by then. So hindsight's twenty twenty. Mistake there. I appreciate it, it, was a it was a scheduling mistake there. But I appreciate her so much though for how well she handled it, and she even said in the middle of her class that she apologized to everyone for how intricate that cup was, and maybe it wasn't the best idea for it. And at that point, I'm like, I mean, you guys and. Jess and the class in a whole were handling Dude, it beautifully and the cups came out amazing what, and everyone got to do it. That's what I said. I had the conversation with a few different people and the only person I didn't really get to have it with was like Jess herself and it was a little uh, frustrating on my part because I wanted to have the chance to talk to her about it after, but the tumblers that they all came out with, being able to teach under, I said it, under duress like that. Being able to, even if even if nothing and it was, was hot. that's all I'm saying. Even if nothing was forgotten, even if all the power was perfect in that room or whatever, it was hot as fuck, man. So like being and able they to were concentrate, using being able to concentrate under heat in front of people while you're on fucking jet lag from a long flight, doing all this shit, and them tumblers ended up looking like that. I'm like, there's a reason why you're the fucking best at the fucking tumbler game. You know what I mean? Like I, that's I, I. She's good. She's fucking good. And fucking all them tumblers. Were, I, I was looking at them like, dude, I don't know. I don't. I, I wish I took the goddamn class because she it was really definitely good. worked great <laughs> under pressure and pivoting. And I mean, all the teachers. Not everyone had to pivot. Some classes went flawless without issues, of course. But I just no, really like appreciate we, it everyone. That... It wasn't even like a fight with anybody. It was like I came up to people and I was like, this is what I'm facing. And they were like, no problem. I could do this. I could do And it was quick. They were like, I got this. I have this. They'll go get that. And we'll do this. And I'm like, it becomes that I'm much easier like... to solve the problems, too, when we're transparent about them. Because if like the Shakira thing, not having the tumblers for hers, that's a major fucking problem. Right. But if we were not transparent, 
essentially as soon as you figured it out with her like hey Shakira we're having a major issue like I don't have your tumblers and she's like Melanie should have them. Well, that's and that's know, not even anything that would have even maybe we would have eventually got there. But I it was love just like, Melanie, and that story was actually kind of funny because I'm over there. She's like, "Do you have?" Uh, Shakira asked for her sleeves and her tumblers early so that she could start prepping them. Right. So I'm like, "Sure, no problem. Your class isn't for a little while, and if you want to prep them, sure." So I go get the sleeves, gave them to her, and I go to get the tumblers, and I'm like, "I don't think that I have them." And I'm thinking, and it's just like, where are they? Okay, we oversold your class. I ordered them. FedEx is trying to also ruin my life. They held them back. They weren't even at the warehouse. I called, I have 7% on my cell phone. I have to run to the bathroom to put out a fire in there because there was someone crying in there and actually someone that I really care about too. Not that it mattered who it was, but I'm trying to get to her to make sure she's okay. I got to find these tumblers. And if not, I got to find a replacement. So I called Jimmy and I'm like, Hey, uh, I don't have the tracking number. I got 7%. And the fastest way to track these tumblers to see if they're at the warehouse or where they are at the warehouse is to call you, have you track them while I'm running to put out another fire. So he's like, all right, let me call you right back. He calls me right back. And he's like, there's a problem. And I'm like, what? And he tells me that the, they will be at my warehouse on Monday. And he is panicked. I heard it in his voice. He sounded like he was about to freak out and cried. He, he's like, I swear. I And I'm like, Jimmy, I know you guys. I know that you did everything right. This is not on you. This is, I'm looking at the tracking. This is on FedEx. I'm going to figure it out, but I got to go. Bye. And I'm like, I so put out the fire in the bathroom. Run to Shakira to put that fire out. And I'm talking to Shakira and I'm like, like, I can mail everyone their cups and everything. And, and I was like, like, I got plumps. I got 24 plumps. And Melanie's here listening to it all, too. And she had a suggestion. I can't remember what her suggestion was. And then we're all talking and, and, and we decided on we're just going to have to do the sleeve and mail the cups to them. And Melanie's like, would you would you want to buy some off me? And I'm like... Melanie, you have them. Start with that. Do not leave that for last. You have 16 ounce plumps here in this building. She's like, yeah, we bought a, we brought a whole bunch to sell. I'm like, invoice me. I'm taking them all. Taking 14 of them. I was like, oh my God. Like, and that was the fault of nobody. Like, and it just worked out no. so perfect. And like I said, those are the, those are the types of issues that you kind of expect. You know what I mean? You're like some, some things like that are going to arise. And then that was kind of the point too of being able to have a great community like we have come together so that we can all kind of like get through the problems together and it was really working out that way and i honestly believe that if we didn't have all the environmental fucking issues that we had that i would ultimately be reflecting on the weekend as a positive i do think like you said that there's a ton of positive to reflect on like i said you go on social media you look at quigley's videos shakira's videos i saw uh Flynn posts some videos, um, Taylor Duncan posts videos, crafty Melanie, guys. crafty guys, and they all had great times. Dino's like they were out on the beach, walking the boardwalk. Yep. Like that's what I wanted. I wanted people to take their downtime and stuff and not think about having to sell shit and be able to go and soak up some sun. Cause it was actually a nice sunny weekend too, because we had a shit ton of rain and thunderstorms for the past like three months. We've been drowning up here. And then it was like, wow, it's a really sunny, nice weekend, which ironically turned into a fucking negative because of the air situation. Yeah. But. And it was very apparent to me by Sunday, even parts of Saturday, mostly on Sunday, how much people noticed 
how much we were trying, like that we were not causing these issues. We were getting them thrown at us left and right and that we were trying to fix them. And one, a lot of things stuck out for me, but I do remember because we got the turners from Sandy and Dino. So when you get them from them, they drive them down if they're going to your convention, which is perfect. Save this on shipping. So he's delivering everything Friday. And Dino told me, do not leave these poles out. They will get, they will go missing. Um, and I was like, what? Like that really happens? And they were like, yeah, it's, you know, da, 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 they will go missing. And I'm like, okay, we'll be fine. So he puts all, they put all the turners out with all the arms out for me, um, got me the foams that I needed for the first few classes and everything seems to be going fine. I'm not counting no poles. So Sunday comes around and I see Dino leaving the classroom center with his little wagon. And he's like, your poles were missing this morning. And I noticed he came to the t to the classroom center to check on them poles because I think he had a feeling that something might have been up and I did not move any of the poles. And he said that he did not count enough. He does not know if maybe I put them somewhere else or if someone might have accidentally swiped it, but he put some more back there for me and he put them in a safer spot. And I just like, he was just trying to put out a fire before I noticed that it was one. And those that's just one example of many over the weekend of how amazing these vendors and friends were in, you know, the grand scheme of things. And I'm not trying to cry, but it might happen by the end of the episode. It was just really amazing how everyone just like, I didn't even have to ask them to like step up or anything. It was just like Sarah and Jason are obviously having a really rough time right now. Let's see what we can do you said at some point that someone said they're like jason's knees look really not good <laughs> right now like they're like purple or something like that because i was just uh i'd forgotten my knee brace too and it was physically that friday night i ended up going home i missed i i was there for like 10 minutes of the dad rock party and then i had to leave um because there was just more things that i had to get in the morning um so i took the u-haul truck home and honestly, I was like, well, that's fine. I'll get to hang out with my dog. I was just like laying in bed. I never physically hurt so bad ever. I've done like, I've played a lot of sports. I've done like a lot of, you know, active things you throughout my life. Living. You climbed Yes, holes. I'm a journeyman lineman. I, I've climbed fucking, you know, 200 foot towers. With hooks. Physically, my, from like my hair to my toes, everything was in like utter pain i couldn't it was it was insane and i like took a bunch of a leave i wish that i had an ice bath found some reheat pizza to reheat laid in my bed and i woke up and i honestly felt really great when i like got up on saturday morning like physically a lot of it like came back i think my body was just like please just stop you know for a minute it was one of those things where you're restless like i didn't even have anything else to do but i'm like i kept getting up and I'm just like, just stop, you know? And it was uh, this thankful. This one of the good things that happened this week. That weekend. was absolutely one of the positive. Fancy Nancy. I the, finally got to meet her because, like Sarah said, that I was fangirling, uh, building up to it. Because well, she keep coming up in my feed with all these amazing I, 3D sculpts. And we're definitely feeling more comfortable going out there and telling people, like, hey, like, we're slightly obsessed with you. But, like, I don't know why it was weird before. We just felt like we were, like... I don't know. We're weird. We're weird, but we didn't realize that we're all weird. So I, when I saw Fancy Nancy comment on one of my things, I'm like, 
we're slightly obsessed with you. And she's like, what? So uh, when she came to the expos, we were really excited to meet her. And I checked, I kept checking in on all the classes um, periodically. So I went to check in on Shakira's class and I was just talking to everyone. And Nancy said, I don't think she waved me over, but she said something. And I was like, oh, I'm coming back there to check on your cups. So I went back there and Nancy goes, so you haven't been on social media this week and have you? I was like, no. And she's like, I tagged you in some stuff. And I was like, you know what? Good. And I grabbed the chair in the corner. I was like, because I'm going to take a break. And I put the chair right next to her. And I'm like, I'm on Facebook. Because as soon as you say social media to me, I'm like, well, obviously it's Facebook. And I'm like, do you know how I could see just tags? And she's like, well, what are you looking on? And I'm like, Facebook. She's like, no, no, no. Look on TikTok. So I go on TikTok. And I uh, found the tag. And I'm looking at it. And I'm watching this video. And it's got the, the expo banner on. And I'm like, cool. It's going to be a shut the heck up. And I saw it and I was like, shut up. No. Is, and it's this in the video and everyone at the expo is holding it. And I saw and I'm like, but that's not here, right? And then I saw Aubrey holding it. I'm like, where is it? I was like, this is here. She's like, it's been here all week. And I'm like, can, is, can I, is it for lit? Can I have it? She's like, yeah, sure. You just got to go get it. I'm like, I got to go. I'll be right back. She's like, it's at Dimensionals booth. It's been there all week. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I run over to find Melanie and I'm like, where's my cup? And she's like, what cup? And she has a skull in her hand. They had given Taylor. one of the skull sleeves to Taylor Duncan to airbrush because he wanted some to airbrush and it looked really good. So she's like, look, and I'm like, that looks really beautiful. Where's my cup? <laughs> and she's like, what cup? I'm like, stop playing me, Melanie. Where's my cup? And she's like, Oh, she's like, I don't know where your cup is. I was like, I bet you don't. And I'm already like in the shelves. Like, where's my, there's the cup. Look at this freaking thing. He's incredible. And Nancy, there's no way in the world that she could have known that I was having not the greatest weekend. And this was yet another pick me up for the weekend. Cause this was super unexpected. It was super cute in her delivery. Like, the video that they made, they took pictures with this everywhere. Yeah, she used the uh, sphere sleeve to make that. That was definitely another one of the positives. And it was at a time that I really needed it because I had no idea what she was going to say to me. I had no idea what kind of video. We, I was getting tagged in videos all weekend. I just figured that they were doing something goofy at the expo. Yeah. It was a really good time. I mean, everybody had fun doing the go-karts again. Yes, that was a big thing. Uh they made shirts for it and everything. Um, the arcade, I mean, the arcade's fun, has tons of games and everything. Like I said, yeah, the cards that we purchased don't work, but whatever. <laughs> like, literally bought a ton of cards to give out to people. Weren't even really able to give them out very much because half the people couldn't find the party. And the they other half, it didn't matter screen, because so. their card didn't work. Their arcade card. Why are you selling me blank cards? That is... Yeah, that's just like another another addition to the stack of shit, but... All in all, although this episode is probably very long at this point, I'm very happy if you guys have listened to this thus far, and lots of details have been left out just to be able to get through the whole story and tell you guys a lot of the big parts. There's so many things that went on that were definitely left out of this, and this is absolutely not the last of this story because I feel like we are very slighted and I feel like we are treated very unfairly and I'm fired up so I'm ready for a fight. I told Jason I'm not fighting anymore because for some reason we keep getting into these situations with companies that just take our money and don't give us what we paid for but 
I mean, I don't know any of those battles that I fought that we haven't at least got some kind of justification. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot Figure of the, it out. a lot of the questions that we've had and will probably continue to have is, you know, what is what does this year mean for Gase in the future? And definitely stuff. not at the showboat. And that's really the only solid, concrete answer that I can give is that so far 110 percent that I'm never going to that fucking place again. I actually might have it at the ocean my, despite them. One of my friends messaged me this this morning and asked how it went. Uh, Tom had messaged me and was like, "How did the showboat go?" Because they've helped work events there hmm. before with like car show shit. I was actually remember that when he said that and I literally said fuck showboat was my response to him. I'm like, cause like that's how my weekend went. You know what I mean? Um, I have no other like real description for it. Uh, also interesting. There was a shootout in front of our Airbnb. That was a good one, right? Chris, Chris, Chris was there for more of that. I think that than was I was. Wild. So we, yeah, we were just coming back from, the day, and uh, I think it was Barbie party we were coming back from. Yeah, because Jason hadn't slept there Friday night. This was his first time at the Airbnb. My first time to the Airbnb, yeah. And I heard it was nice. The That's why I asked. I was like, so how is comfortable. So comfortable. Really nice. You should put a five star on them. Make some kind of positivity out of this weekend. Okay. It, uh, You're only rating the inside of the house. for the bullets? You only... Right, that, that, you lose a star per bullet. No, per bullet that enters your house. <laughs> there was no bullets in that house. And they can only vouch for their property. They can't control what happens around them. But you know what? We've, we definitely found ways to laugh and have fun. Like, even at the house, we, I mean, both nights, we all stayed up a little late talking and just, we don't get that kind of, I mean, we do here, but not like in the atmosphere that we were there. We got to meet your, your whole, your wife, your mom, and your dad. I didn't get and to meet my mom. I did. She was there too. Yeah. Oh, when she brought the seafood feast? <laughs> oh. Yes, she did. Well, that was the first one. That's what I'm saying. I missed the seafood feast, Jason so that's probably the... when I would have met your mom. Yeah, they went to Carmel. Nah. He missed the feast and your mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that was, you know, that was pretty nice, and those are things that might not have happened yet until yeah, without the event, you know? And um, it was a I good said, time. The event was supposed to bring people together. That That's really, you know, the core of it. Bring people together and have fun and hopefully along the way make some money across the board, everybody. For you know, everyone. like like that's it. Yeah. Like everybody the teachers, like the vendors, and maybe TGG, but it's not important. And it should all be homogenous. Like if everyone's coming together and everyone's having a good time, generally that's gonna kinda create an atmosphere that money's gonna be made because if everyone's kinda you know what I mean, like through positivity and it's not there was just a lack of positivity to be had. And you know what? Walking away from this, though, everything that you just said has been our core value since day one. And a lot Always. of people could, um, you know, attest to that that have been with us since day one. But a lot of people don't truly know that. They're like, okay, if I say I'm slighted on a glitter, I know that they're going to make it right. You know what I mean? If, if I complain, I might get a 5%, five, 10% discount. But no, like we truly feel it in our gut. And this was the first time that we got to prove it. Not that I want to prove this thing, yeah. especially in the way we did, that... You know, we take this so super seriously and like the 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 way that it all went down, like I literally couldn't even make that up if I tried. Then all the receipts are there. My call log, Sarah from Banff was there to to corroborate corroborate? Corroborate. 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 My story. If you're talking about the showboat, it's corroborate. <laughs> <laughs> um, like 
it's just who we are as people and not again not that i'm glad that we had to go through that to show people but like i really truly feel like people see us and it was without hesitation you know yeah. like that's they it was really a no-brainer for us for and, and how we are as people and it was definitely like i could see it in their eyes like i said even like, even internally we had some pushback with it and, and it made me feel really good and anybody that we told outside of it too like what what we're doing and stuff with that with the refunds and stuff are just like i mean i feel like you don't necessarily have to do that you know what i mean is kind of their their answers and 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 you know i necessarily do feel like we have it to do that and, that and that's just it so um yeah it I, sucks but we're gonna figure it out in other ways and and this good karma is going to come back on us and i truly believe that it might not come back on us right away it might take a little bit but putting that goodness out in the world is definitely always going to come back to everyone that does that and if you could take anything away from this it's you know make lemonade out of lemons that's what i said it throughout the weekend people were asking how's the weekend going i was like we're making lemonade that's what i kept saying like what? I remember. I got that. nothing but lemons. <laughs> the craft bar looked amazing, and it's and in Kirsten, about eight pieces right now. It did back. not come off the truck well, but Kirsten really held that craft bar down well. We didn't give her much direction except here's a bunch of stuff that we use to craft and let other people use it to craft and guide them along the way, and also like market yourself in your own Maple Street and everything and. For thanks, you know what I mean? Like we I wanted to do so much more by her, but we just ran out of time and she took it and ran with it and it was great. No, for I what think it could be. I, I I never didn't see people doing stuff at the craft bar. So that's that was a great that, idea. I, I, I loved that. So I, I definitely think that, that area was a hit. And that was part of the things that went into our planning that by default people when if you just buy a GA ticket, you need to have a certain level of entertainment that comes with that. And that was supposed to be with demos with the craft bar and um excuse me the you know the photo area all that stuff so but i'm all talked out y'all but i got so much more to say no I, I i agree i think we got through the bulk of it and um like i said for next year it's just like a stay tuned thing right now because stay tuned for the rest of this year actually because I'm not done. I just mean for like, a, like a, a future for a future case because I was I was a hundred percent saying you know absolutely <laughs> not and and it's um you know we we have a lot to go through we have a lot to discuss so I don't think that it's I don't think it's a necessarily an absolutely not. It's just an absolutely not the showboat. It's just an absolutely fucking not at the showboat. And uh, with that, let's get back to work, guys. Kettle and never bring the kettle to the pot. Now, pour the tea.